Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to Psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter 95. Psalm 95 and verse 1. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. And verse 4 is what I want to focus on today. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. Before you're seated, let's praise him one more time. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, mountains. Mountains, amen. You know, mountain peaks stand as the highest points on planet Earth. There's nothing higher than the mountains, amen. Praise God as far as God's creation. Yeah, airplanes can go higher than the mountains, and and so can satellites and space shuttles and all kinds of stuff, amen. But when it comes to God's creation, mountains are the highest things on earth. Uh, They're the highest things that we can walk up to, uh, amen, as people and look up and see how, how formidable and awesome they are. You know, Mount Whitney is the tallest mountain in the lower 48 states of the United States. It happens to be in California. It stands 14,505 feet tall, which is approximately 2.7 miles, and and it's located in the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Amen. Now, the 10 highest mountains in the United States actually are all in Alaska. Amen. And the, the number one tallest mountain in the United States, praise God, is Mount Denali, which actually was formerly known as Mount McKinley. It's the highest of all of those 10 mountains. It's the highest, actually, mountain, not only in the United States, but it's the highest mountain in North America. It stands 20,310 feet, which is 3.8 miles. But, of course, we know the granddaddy of all is Mount Everest. Amen. That's the one everybody, all these uh, thrill seekers and all these mountain climbers and all these uh, people that really want to test their limits, uh, they want to climb that mountain. That is the highest point on planet Earth, Mount Everest. Amen. And it is uh, 29,042 feet tall, which is five and a half miles up. Amen. And it is the tallest. There's none taller than that mountain. Amen. And when you see these mountains, especially up close, amen, they're overwhelming in size. And they tower over the earth's surface. They are magnificent and at some times intimidating. Amen. 
And they seem to be so unmovable and unshakable. Amen. They're not going anywhere. And in our lives, we face metaphorical mountains. We face spiritual mountains from time to time. They are also intimidating. And they also seem unmovable and unshakable. And they stand in our path, amen, daring us to do something about it. Praise God. These mountains try to strike fear in our hearts and attempt to make us feel so small and insignificant in the mighty shadow they cast over us. They stand in our path trying to hold us back, keeping us from doing what God wants us to do and going where God wants us to go. Amen. These are mountains of temptation. They're mountains of doubt and mountains of fear. They're mountains of stress and anxiety and depression. They're mountains of chronic sickness, mountains of misunderstanding and heartache and pain and mountains of failure. Amen. All stand there. Amen. Taunting us and saying, I'm in your way. You're not going to get through me. You're not going to go around me. You're gonna, I'm going to stop you in your tracks. Amen. But I've got good news for you this morning. Praise God. Our God is bigger than any mountain we can or cannot see. Amen. Heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. You tell me what mountain is bigger than him. Praise God. Psalm 95, 4. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. Amen. Every one of these mountains, amen, are just a little pebble in his hand. Praise God. And he can just go like that and flip them out of the way in Jesus' name. Praise God. The Bible said in Nahum chapter 1, verse 5, the mountains quake before him. Praise God. No mountain is any match for our God. All mountains shake shaking their boots when they see God. Amen. When they see that God is in the situation. When God comes on the scene, amen, the mountains are small. The mountains are insignificant. The mountains are powerless before him. Why is that? Because Isaiah 40 verse 12 said, Who else has held the oceans in his hand? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who else knows the weight of the earth or has weighed the mountains and hills on a scale? Amen. That's the Lord taking Mount Everest. Here, come here, you little cute little guy, and let me see what you weigh. You don't weigh beans. Amen. When it compares to God. Amen. And I don't care if you got an Everest looking at you right now saying, I got you. You're not going nowhere. Oh, no. I got a God. Amen. Amen. That weighs the mountains in the scale. Praise God. Amen. So if you're in the hand of the one that has the scale, he's weighing the mountains. If you're in the hand of the one that has the mountain in his hands, you don't need to worry or you don't need to fret. My God has never failed us yet. Praise God. Amen. There might be sleepless days and sleepless nights, but that's all right. We're not the quitting kind. We're not going to quit. We're going to get up. Even if we're knocked down, we're going to get up. Even if a mountain's trying to intimidate us. Praise God. 
God is so good. Praise the Lord. Matthew 17, 20. Assuredly, Jesus said, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. Jesus said we can move mountains with our faith. Amen. By speaking to them. He didn't even say, you ask me and I'll move that mountain for you. He said, you speak to the mountain. Amen. God gave us authority as children of God. Amen. We have his spirit inside of us. We're standing on his word. Amen. Praise God. We have the blood of Jesus covering our life. We don't need to ask, oh, pastor, can you ask that mountain to move? Oh, God, can you move that mountain? Amen. No, you tell the mountain to move. Amen. Yes, I'll pray with you about that mountain. Yes, God's going to ultimately be the one doing it. Praise God. But he's saying you have faith. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move, and it will move. And I'm talking to the mountains in, in my life. And I'm talking to the mountains in your life. I'm asking them. I'm com commanding them and demanding them to move in Jesus' name. I call the name of Jesus over that mountain. I plead the blood over that mountain. I pray the Spirit of God and the authority of the Word over that mountain. You got to move. You got to move. Amen. But then sometimes when they don't move, after all that, praise God. He said in verse 21, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Amen. When faith alone doesn't do it, that's okay. Amen. God's given me several weapons, several tools. I will pray and fast when it comes to certain kinds of mountains that don't move by just speaking to them in faith. I will pray and fast and believe God, amen, for them to move. That's why we pray and fast every, third, every Tuesday. Praise God. Amen. It's not an exercise that we're just going through the motions. No, it's important. Amen. It helps us. It gives us strength. It blesses our services. It blesses our lives. Amen. Amen. But having said all that, when I have faith and it doesn't move, when I pray and fast and it doesn't move, amen, there will be times when some mountains will not move, even with faith and prayer and fasting. What's wrong, God? Nothing's wrong. I want you to climb that one. You're going to have to climb that one. Ooh, I want them all to move. I just want to move them and get going. Amen. Nope. Amen. I want you to be more like me. Amen. I want you to grow. I want you to mature. Amen. And you're not going to just do it on... Flat ground. You're not going to do it with no resistance in your life. Nobody ever built muscles, amen, by not having resistance. That's the whole premise of weightlifting. You have resistance, amen, and that's what builds your muscles. You have something pushing against that muscle, and you got to work that thing, amen, and that's what's going to build, amen, spiritual muscles, spiritual faith. 
You've got to exercise your spiritual faith. And sometimes I have to climb the mountain. Praise God. Praise God. And we'll be tested when we climb these mountains. And we will see what we're made of when we climb these mountains. And we might, you know, climb up, you know, 50 feet and slide down 25, you know, and skin our knee and go, what is, this is a ripoff, you know, but we got to keep climbing. Praise God. Amen. Put a little, you know, Makira comb. That's what we used to put, that stuff that burned the fire at them with a little glass tube, and you come out here with that, put that on there, and, you know, get done crying and screaming and put a little Band-Aid on that and start crawling up that mountain again. Praise God. Because God wants us to get to the top, and if we get to the top, all the efforts are going to be worthwhile because God has a plan for us. To get through that mountain, to get to the top of that mountain. We will grow and we will mature when we climb these mountains. The journey will not always be easy because the terrain can be tough. You know, many people even lose their lives trying to climb, climb Mount Everest. But, you know, God is not going to let you, anything happen to us when we're climbing a mountain that he didn't let move just with faith or prayer and fasting. He wants, a, amen, there's a, and there's a, a, an objective that he has for us. He wants us to climb that, amen, and it will do something awesome for us, even those around us. Praise God, amen. There's this old song that we used to sing, and it says, I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain. Because last time I checked, there's no smooth mountain. There's no mountain with steps and a handrail, let alone a nice escalator would be cool. Amen. Amen. There's none of that. we got to climb up the rough side of the mountain, but God is going to be with us every step of the way. Amen. He's going to be with us every step of the way. There's no mountains that God is asking us to climb that he didn't ask his people in the, New, in the New Testament to climb or in the Old Testament to climb. I read about Abraham after waiting, amen, for, for you know, some 20 years for a miracle baby, his only son Isaac, amen. Then God says after he gets to a certain age, Isaac, he said, okay, now you, you love that boy, don't you? I love him with all my heart. Okay, good. Take him up on this mountain and sacrifice him to me. What? That was the greatest mountain that Abraham had ever climbed. Amen. That was the mountain of sacrifice. And there's sometimes we got to climb the mountain of sacrifice because sacrifice costs you something. Amen. And then he got to the top of that mountain and God just wanted to test him to see, amen, if he would give everything to him. And he did. He was ready to do it. He goes, never mind. Just wanted to check to see if you would not withhold anything any love from me. Amen. And then God provided a substitute. Amen. And that's the whole story of Calvary. God provided a substitute. Amen. A Lamb of God, which took away the sin of all the world, Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. But he had to climb that mountain of sacrifice. There will be mountains of sacrifice we have to climb, and we need to do it. You're not going to 
you know, faith away and praying fast away in mountains of sacrifice. God wants you to climb those sometimes. Amen. Moses, he climbed the mountain to see the burning bush. It was a mountain of the call of God. Amen. Sometimes you got to climb the mountain to, to get the call of God in your life. And he climbed it again later, that very same mountain. He climbed again later. Amen. When he received the Ten Commandments and the blueprints through the tabernacle, the house of God. Praise God. And so he climbed the mountain of calling and later he climbed the mountain of revelation and knowledge. Praise God. You're not going to just, uh, amen, get knowledge and understanding and wisdom by just going and just having a no problem life, no issues and no nothing. Amen. You're going to learn through everything you experience and some of it is coming up the rough side of the mountain. But don't fear. Don't get discouraged. It's God's will for you to climb it. Amen. Elijah climbed a mountain to face off against the prophets of Baal. Amen. To show all the people who are watching who was the true God. Was Baal the true God or was Jehovah the true God? Amen. And of course, uh, a whole day on that mountain and before the sun went down, the people saw that Jehovah was the true God. Jehovah was the only God that could answer by fire. Amen. There will be mountains of spiritual warfare too where you got to fight. You got to go up that mountain and you got to fight. Praise God. You can't just faith it away. You can't even just pray and fast some of these away. God says, no, no. Amen. Sometimes, yes, stand still and let me fight your battle. Sometimes, yes, amen, I'm going to do it and you're just going to watch and give me all the glory. But then sometimes he said, I want you to fight. With the weapons I gave you, I want you, amen, you're going to know, you're going to get gain some strength and some knowledge when you fight the spiritual battles. Praise God. So there'll be mountains of spiritual warfare that we have to climb. But one thing for sure, folks, amen, no matter what, God will be with us all the way up the side of the mountain. And when we get to the top, he'll be there. Praise God. You know why? Because the Bible said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you always, even to the end of the world. My God's going to be there with you. God will be there. He'll be there. God will be there. Amen. But one of the greatest mountain experiences in the Bible happened in the New Testament. And it wasn't technically a mountain, even though it was called a mountain in history and in singing songs and so forth. The place where Jesus was crucified by prophetic utterance of the Old Testament, he could not have been crucified in the city limits. Amen. So they took him outside the walls. They took him outside the city of Jerusalem. Amen. To a hill. It wasn't a mountain, but it was a hill. What's the difference between a hill, mountain and a hill? Amen. Size. But still, it was a hill he had to climb. Amen. Praise God. It was known as Golgotha, the place of a skull. But because of the possible shape of the arrangement of the hill there, 
Amen. But it was also called Calvary by Luke in his gospel. Amen. History and songs. Amen. Talk about Mount Calvary. Amen. You call it a mount. You call it a hill. Whatever you're talking about. Amen. Jesus willingly. Amen. You say, well, he had to do it. No, no. He willingly did it. Praise God. He was God and man, and he had his own will. Amen. He didn't have to do it. Yes. Amen. He had a mission. Amen. And he, he, we, we, we were praying. We were hoping. Amen. As we look back in hindsight, we're thanking God that he did it. But there was a point in the garden before he climbed that hill to be crucified for us. He prayed a prayer in the garden of Gethsemane. And he, and he was praying. He was alone. Even though his apostles and disciples were there, they all fell asleep. And there he found himself alone. Amen. Luke even recorded that he prayed with such fervency and with such desperation that his sweat became as great drops of blood. Amen. And he was so earnest in his prayer. And he said this. Amen. Matthew 26, 39. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My Father, if it be possible, let let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as, I, as you will. Lord, my Father, move Mount Calvary. Move this hill. If, if I can accomplish your mission any other way, let it happen. Nevertheless, nevertheless, amen, I'm ready. I'm ready to do what it has been written of me for thousands of years. I'm ready to do whatever you want, God. Nevertheless, not my will, but you, your will be done. And so when he saw that hill, he was not going to move it. He was going to yield to the will and plan of the Father. Amen. And it fulfilled his mission on earth. Praise God. And he went ahead and died for our sins. Amen. There was one point when even in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was about ready to be taken captive after that prayer. Amen. And when Judas came and betrayed him and brought the high priests and all the, their soldiers and stuff, and, and Peter fought and, and some of the other ones fought, they thought, okay, this is where we're going to make our last stand. And Jesus said, put away the sword. Don't you know? that I could call 12 legions of angels right now and wipe out the entire Roman legion and army? He said, but how would the will of God be accomplished if I did that? And I'm saying to us right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, God, how is the will of God going to be accomplished in my life, in your life, if we want every hill and mountain to move just because we don't want to go through the trouble and the hassle and all the, the pain and all that kind of stuff that we know we're going to have to go through to climb it? Amen. I'm here to tell you, when they don't move, amen, sometimes God wants you to climb it, and it, it's God's will. And it's the way it's going to help you to be a better person, a better Christian, a stronger person in God. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Amen. Praise God. 
Some hills and mountains are meant to be climbed, and though the journey might be tough, when we reach the top, the blessings, the benefits, the experience, and the growth we will achieve will be worth it all. Amen. But he went to that hill of Golgotha, that Mount Calvary. He willingly let them put him on a cross, nail him to a cross. Amen. Who had no sins. He was in the middle of two thieves. And they, according to Roman law, should have been up there. But Jesus, even Pilate, tried to get him off and get him. He knew he was innocent. And he said, I find no fault in this man. There's nothing wrong. He's not worth doing anything worthy of death. And then they all, they all you know, the, the priests and everybody convinced the crowd, crucify him, crucify him. And they asked for a, a actual murderer and seditionist, Barabbas, to be released. Any other day they would have never done that. But that's how wicked people think. Amen. When it comes down to, hey, I want what, what's me for me and not for you. Amen. They'll do things. They'll take, they'll take the murderer in place of the Savior. But that was all the plan of God. It was all the plan of God. Amen. So he hung between heaven and earth. Amen. And he became sin for us on that cross. He took all the sins from Adam until that day and all the sins yet future. Amen. Sins that are still yet to be committed. Tomorrow somebody's going to commit a sin. He died for that sin. If that person wants to get saved, they can get it. Amen. So I say to anybody that is facing a mountain of sin in your life, amen, and you don't know what to do with it because sin will deceive you and sin will, sin will eventually kill you spiritually, even physically. Amen. Sin, amen, when it is finished, bringeth forth death, James said. Let me tell you something. Praise God. You don't have to deal with that mountain of sin anymore. Praise God. You can come to the Lord and you can ask Him to forgive you. You can be baptized in His name. Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse you from all sin. Would you stand with me? Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Mountains. Mountains. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to move the ones that will move. Oh, yeah. By faith or prayer or fasting. Yes. Yes, sir. I want to move the ones that will move. But the ones I'm supposed to climb, Lord, give me the grace. Lord, give me the strength. Lord, give me the perseverance to climb and to, to understand and to experience and to achieve what you want me to achieve by getting to the top of this mountain. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Let's worship the Lord right now. Let's worship the Lord right now. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.